welcome to episode 209 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. My name is Melissa, not Urbacca Alice, and I'm joined by my regular sidekick, Ollie, not a Scott, Spake. Hi, Ollie. Hey, Mal. How are you? And hi, everyone. Yes. Yes. Hello, everybody out there. Hello, streakers. uh, Coming to you on the cusp, the very exciting cusp of the relaunch of the Northern Territory Parkrun in Australia. Yeah, yeah, it's so close. You can you can almost taste it. It is very exciting. Yeah, look, I'm I'm not a Scot, but I'll do my best. <laughs> Absolutely. We seem to have a, a lot of Scots around in uh, Parkrun world. I think that there was a early on in the podcast days. There was a Ian Hay did the figures of how many Scots versus Mel's. I wonder. I wonder if that's um, changed over the years. Maybe we have to revisit that. Yeah. Well. Um... You you might be the one to talk to the uh, the statistics on how many Scots and how many Mel's are at uh, park runs uh, across the country and and across the globe. But um, yeah, I, I guess you can never have too many Scots and too many Mel's. Of course, we need to find out how many Ollies there are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, good question. Haven't researched it. Feel a bit vain researching it, but uh, yeah, maybe, maybe one for the uh, yeah the the Google habits later on. So Ollie, what have you been up to? Parkrun-wise, not parkrun-wise. Not parkrun-wise, yes, yes. Um, not parkrunning, of course. I have, of course, joined the, uh, you know, the, the streaking. I've continued the local not parkrunning and, yeah, just been enjoying the slightly warmer weather and slightly more civilised daylight hours available. Are you logging not parkruns? I am logging a weekly not parkrun, just snail's pace in terms of my uh, my logging of them but it's kept up the motivation absolutely so uh yeah i've had a, a couple of pbs which is nice it's been a long time since pbs um i finally beat chris which was also very <laughs> nice i'm sure he's vastly outdoing me on the uh, on the averages but um yeah it's, it's been good fun and, and what about yourself mel how's the ellis palace park run event going it's it's evolving ollie it really is so i can't remember it's been a while since we spoke i think i had my selfie frame back yes on the last episode that we recorded together um so it's progressed a little bit since then um we've really embraced the themes um i had a christmas in july we adopted a country uh we've had a 70s uh pizza hut themed week Alice in Wonderland, a circus, a Where's Wally. I've got a mascot now. Alice Palace Parkrun's got a mascot. I've... Oh, yes. Yes. Tell us about your mascot. Yes, it's a magpie, of course. <laughs> so over the years of Streaky September, I've been known to call it Swoopy September because I have some rather um, friendly magpies that swoop in my area. I've tried to feed them over the years and make friends with them. That hasn't worked at all. It's just encouraged more magpies in my street that swoop me. <laughs> anyway, so of course it, our mascot couldn't be anything else but a magpie, and his name's Brett, which is you like know, all good magpies. Yes, yep. Where, where did Brett get his name? Well, he, it's a he, I'm assuming. Yes. Yes, it is. Yep. He's named after our chief medical officer here in Victoria, ah. who we see every day on the media guiding us through the pandemic. Brett Sutton. Yep. So I thought, you know, I want my little magpie, my little mascot, to be looking out for me, just like Brett does, look at looking out after Victoria. So, 
Uh, it's strange the way my mind thinks. But anyway, this week just gone, we had a luau. We had a Hawaiian luau. I'd been hanging out to do this theme because I thought it would be fun. And I put the call out to the streaky group and asked who wanted to join the fun with me virtually. And a few people came out wearing their uh, Hawaiian lays and Hawaiian shirts on Saturday, which that was a lot of fun. And you did too, Ollie. Oh, look, I I dressed up. I will admit it wasn't much of an effort. One left from previous Hawaiian-themed festivities. So, uh, yeah, no, thanks for picking an easy theme in terms of my uh, little one's dress-ups. It wasn't anywhere near as impressive as the pictures I did see. And uh, importantly, how was brunch? Oh, yeah, it was pretty good. So we we had pina coladas for breakfast. So, yeah, that went down quite nicely and really enjoyed that. Of course, Zoe had non-alcoholic. She just had pineapple juice and um, coconut milk. Yeah, it's been fun trying to do these themes in lockdown when all the shops are shut. The mail service here in Victoria is not very reliable. So it's you can't really rely on trying to mail order things. So I just have to get by with what I've either already got. Luckily, you know, with my children, I've got nearly 30 years worth of dress-ups in the dress-up box and um, <laughs> years of craft supplies. So I'm managing to throw some things together along with what I can source from the one uh, sort of shop in Meltown that's still open that has party supplies. Yeah, but we throw it together and um, and I dress up my little Buddha at the front door. His name's Daryl. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so we've got Daryl, we've got Brett. Yeah, yeah. So dress, he gets dressed up every week and um, I'm not really sure. I'm starting to notice more people walking past my house on the weekends and I'm wondering if Daryl's uh, drawing some attention. So I've started to leave him dressed up for a few more days just, <laughs> <laughs> just in case um, he's getting some tourists. Yeah, you, you'll be the, the key attraction of Meltdown and, and I'm, you know, obviously, very impressed that you are single-handedly supporting the party dress-up industry <laughs> in Meltdown. I'm waiting for the police to come around and say, like, uh, we've had reports that you're buying a lot of party supplies and you must be having illegal party gatherings. I'm sure they wouldn't believe me if I said, no, that's just me, my husband and my daughter every Saturday morning and having our own party. But it's fun. And now I get comments on social media that people are enjoying it. And so I kind of can't stop because I'm getting PMs, people asking me, what's the theme next week? And if I'm bringing a smile to somebody's face, even if it's one person, then, you know, it's all worthwhile. It's exactly right. It's it's good motivation and it's, it's nice to have that camaraderie. You know, whilst circumstances are a little bit different, you know, it's that sense of being part of a special parkrun or not parkrun related dress up, which everyone needs in their life. Yeah, well, it's probably what I've missed the most. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, look, absolutely right. And given that, we'll have to ask you a bit later for a few insights around what dress ups are to come so we can all get a little more prepared and I can do better than a single lay. Well, I saw you haven't spoken about, <laughs> I saw you do a, a, a pretty good run this week, a Saddleback Mountain. You ran up a mountain, Ollie? Yeah, it's named a mountain and it's a hill, absolutely. <laughs> but um, Oh, that sounds really impressive. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't have told me that. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, well, yeah, it's absolutely a mountain. Uh, really steep, really, really <laughs> high. No, um, yeah, it's, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate that obviously in the local area, you know, we, we live by the sea but we've got a beautiful escarpment behind and you know, like you know, many of the the park runners from around here you know love to go running in the escarpment some of them you know, find some fantastic spots that i'm yet to explore but saddleback's lovely it's got you know, plenty of horses in the paddocks 
just to cheer you on and, and to, to Winnie as you come down, perfectly timed with the music. And, yeah, it's, it's just a, a nice way to, to spend that time of the morning. And you're actually not a bad runner yourself. I don't believe you've really, we've spoken about this before, but you want to share what your parkrun PB is? Uh, my parkrun PB, oh, it's been that long. I can barely remember what it is, to oh, be honest. Oh, I bet you can. <laughs> it's under 20, which was the goal. Yeah, I think it's about, I'm guessing, I think 1940-ish, which would have been, it would have been curl curl. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, way back when, a bit faster than the time we did the longest run there and slightly less painful. <laughs> but, yeah, look, those days uh, are a little while ago and I've very gradually been getting in thanks to the extra motivation, thanks to the streaking regularity and, you know, just a, an odd run with one or two other people. My uh, co-ED here, Brendan, is always fantastic for a bit of motivation and, and he organised a virtual well, no, he organised a uh, Shell Harbour city to surf, the virtual one, the official one still to come. But, uh, yeah, Brendan's organisational skills are second to none. So he had us leaving from College Street and finishing at the surf. Wow. In, uh, in Shell Harbour at the surf club. So that got me going and, yeah, just enjoying it now. Oh, that's really good. So you are streaking. Yes, I am streaking. I am uh, doing probably more 9.30 p.m., 10 p.m., sometimes 8 p.m. 2K walks than I uh, had originally planned. But, yeah, that's what it's all about. I think um, you know, just seeing everyone just, just give it a go and do it in our own way is, is really motivating. Yeah. What about you, Mel? Yes, I'm going out every day. Um, it's funny about when you're told that you can only exercise for an hour a day and so I am using every single minute of my hour to get out there and uh, I'll do a 5K, uh, usually a walk. I'll try and run a couple of days a week, but I'll usually do a walk, uh, stop at 5Ks, log my not park run, and then uh, continue on, of course, for the rest of my hour till I get home. And uh, I'm, but I'm, I tell you, I'm getting, because, you know, of our lockdown, which obviously Scott discussed last week in the podcast, uh, we can't go further than five kilometres um, away from home. So I'm just going around and around the block, which I'm really sick of looking at my Strava map because it's so boring, it's driving me insane. So I've taken to buying myself, purely for amusement, buying myself colourful patterned socks and taking photos of my feet so that I <laughs> just have a different picture every day on my Strava. Mix it up. Yeah, because it's just, I mean, our block isn't exactly very exciting. I don't have any horses to take photos of. And our, <laughs> our little wetlands is more of a swamp that's under construction. So anyway, you've got you to amuse yourself somewhere, don't you? Well, that's, that's right. Have you got enough patterned socks to, uh, to keep you going on the streak? Well, I <laughs> maybe not. I have put in an order already because uh, you know how... Facebook hears your thoughts and they start to direct market you. So I'm getting bombarded with patterned socks at the moment. Yeah. We'll see how we go. I might have to delve into to Zoe's uh, sock drawer and see what she's got in there. I'm sure she'll appreciate that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but anyway, everybody's going really well on the streaking page. Yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, we're, we're getting close, um, obviously, you know, getting close to the end of week three now, or I suppose we're still week two. Yeah, there's still... A lot of people still streaking, hopefully still lots just getting the motivation to start too. Um, so well done, everyone. It doesn't seem to have hurt the fact that I misspelt the name of the page. 
So I'll have to put my hand up for there and that was me and my fat fingers that uh, typed in streaky septamoeba uh, by mistake and, of course, lovely Facebook won't let me change it for 28 days. I think the general consensus is, um, although ri- very ridiculous, it uh, it is a testament to 2020 and the disaster of a year that we're having. Well and truly. But anyway, I do apologise to everybody for that, for messing that up. But, yes, streaky septamoeba it is this year. And we're, and we're getting people joining still, so um, it hasn't stopped people finding us, which is really good. That's right. So, yeah, yeah please search in Facebook, Streaky Sept Bieber, and join in and, and start streaking if you haven't already. Are you doing bingo? I have great plans to continue doing bingo. I've started in earnest. I'm uh, nowhere near as progressed as, as some of the streakers out there that I've seen, but um, true to style. I'm probably going to be cramming at the back end of the month. (laughs) I had a walk with a friend the other day. Now, this was a a unique walk with a friend because it was um, on Saturday morning when we were doing Parkrun and um, Pippa, Pippa White from the UK, uh, she waited up all day and she virtually walked with us as we did our Parkrun. So that's my walk with the friend ticked off no well that's that's a fantastic way to do it and no always great to hear from pippa nice to see her uh encouraging fellow streakers no matter where they are she is and actually speaking of pippa this week she is our special streaky correspondent from the uk so let's have a listen to what pippa's been up to Hi, it's Pippa from the UK, part of the Streaky September group. I started streaking with the group at the beginning of September in 2019, fully expecting just to do one month, yet here I am and I've tipped into year two. So why do I do it? Initially, it was a challenge to get out once a day and just to walk at least, walk or run at least two kilometres. It sounds really simple and it is. But it's brilliant to get out and know that other people around the world are doing it, particularly as in the UK, we were coming towards autumn and winter rather than spring. Worked brilliantly for the first two thirds of the month. And then um, some people remember I had an accident and I was out of action for a little bit. All I could do, though, at that point was walk. So I kept on streaking just two kilometres a day. And it was just two kilometres a day at the beginning and slowly built up back to being able to walk 5k and walk a park run and then finally to be able to run which was fantastic um so in a sense i did my first lockdown last uh september to christmas when i couldn't really leave my area because i was restricted restricted to walking which meant lockdown was even harder when it started again back in march but where's the group come into this it has been a ridiculously and relentlessly positive experience to be part of this group we cheer, we support, we accept it when people go, oh, I can't quite manage it today. We encourage people out to just do that two kilometres. And I've kept going all the way through all my lockdowns, all the way through living by myself, all the way through having to learn to work from home. Just two kilometres a day. It doesn't matter, rain or shine, just get out and do it. And I have made these amazing, brilliant and wonderful friends at the same time. It has been truly fantastic. So I'm looking forward to finishing off this year. I'm looking forward to a new ugly Christmas singlet. And I'm looking forward to getting to the 31st of August 2021 and going, that's two years done. Thank you, Pippa. Uh, It's lovely to hear what streaking means to some of our streaky family out there. And it's obviously very contagious. 
Um, I know some of us can't always keep it going and for good reasons, but the encouragement and the camaraderie clearly helps, particularly with so many of us still doing this in some form of isolation or, or lockdown. And it's also very impressive that uh, some streakers have kept this going for so long. I know we've got a few in the group, Ollie, haven't we, that are, that are continuing into their second and third years. And we've got returning streakers. Yes, yep. So I put out a question on the streaky group this morning. Uh, in retrospect, maybe should have been a poll, so rookie mistake. However, we, we did have some people respond, and my question was, are you a solo streaker or do you streak with family and friends? And I was actually surprised. So most people um, of the comments that we got, most people are streaking on their own. Yes, and uh, definitely agree with some of the comments. Uh, it's always nice to catch up on a podcast and obviously score a, a, a bingo challenge there. Yes, and um, Janet mentioned that she's a lone streaker in the real world but uh, with a fantastic group of friends in the virtual world. So she enjoys that connection that, that the streak brings in the group, which is really lovely. Yeah, and then, of course, some of us... Uh, reaching out and having a, a regular or a semi-regular streak, both uh, in person and obviously remotely in some cases, with the other streakers. Yeah, Pippa and Christine over in the UK, they streak together on a Saturday morning, but then solo through the week. So, yeah, really good, Bring, bringing our little community together. No, that, that's uh, fantastic. And, uh, yeah, look, it's lovely to see a lot of the pictures and, and a lot of the streaking experiences uh, still coming through on the page. Definitely feeling for those that uh, have sort of recently introduced uh, the regularity of streaking to their routine. So uh, keep it up. And, and of course, you know, to those that have had to give it up, well done. There's always a good reason to give up a streak. And uh, yeah, you, you can always restart at the right point in time. And I'm seeing photos of Spoonville's. <laughs> yes, yes. So uh, Spoonville continues to take off. And I started my own Spoonville. So tell us about your Spoonville, Mel. Well, <laughs> I thought it would be a good idea because I'd been seeing it all on social media all around Victoria, as has previously been referred to. So I thought, oh, we'll do that. This will be a fun activity for Zoe and I. I think it was more exciting for me than it was for Zoe. <laughs> and then I dragged her um, on one of my on one of my streaks so that we could plant our Spoonville and I made an elaborate sign and and um, and I went every every day so my it's on my parkrun course of course yes so every day when I go on my my streak I walk past and I was sort of walking past all excited and then there'd be no spoons added and I'd be oh okay maybe tomorrow <laughs> and then I walk past the next day oh still no spoons so of course the first day that I walked past and there'd been an addition it was very exciting so now we've got maybe mm, probably 10 10 is good around around 10 yeah so it's growing it's taking a while but anyway it's a little bit of fun and is there a dress code or is there a particular style or flavor that your spoonville has brought or is it rather eclectic <laughs> it's very eclectic there's some metal spoons and there's some plastic spoons and there's a so glass it's very inclusive that's good <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh. okay so opening the door to let the chihuahua back in proves to be a mistake <laughs> <laughs> Again, very inclusive. <laughs> Damn it. 
Uh, that's Bambi for those listening at home uh, who was previously scratching at the door the whole time I was recording to come back in because he's like, hey, how come the door's shut? I'm usually allowed in here. So I thought, oh, I'll let him in. Don't know why he's barking anyway. Oh, well, there's something about that, isn't there? Animals and podcasts, they want in. <laughs> ah, now you can probably hear their little his little toenails going trip, 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 trip on the floor. On the floor. Yep, that's good rhythm. <laughs> Um, so, yes, my little spoonful, we've even got a little glass jar full of coloured sand. So that's how inclusive we are Okay. in the Meltdown Spoonville. Um, um, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Mel, that's not a spoon. <laughs> no, it's really random. I've got no idea why that's there. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, like you said, inclusivity, we, we accept everybody. People are just doing what they've ever they've got. And to be honest, I think there's actually a wooden spoon shortage. Oh, no. So you're perpetuating a, a wooden, well, uh, obviously metal and, and plastic is trying to address that and spread the resources. But, yeah, um, people are just getting whatever they've got in their cupboard. Yes. Just so they can join in. But anyway, it doesn't matter. It's a bit of fun. <laughs> Hence the jar, yep. Actually, I got Paul out on a walk with me today. He, he came on my streak with me today and we walked past Spoonville and he, and he was quite impressed. He's like, oh, look, there's quite a few. <laughs> I'm sure he thought, I'm like, I'll just humour her when I asked him to make me this sign that I could put in the ground. No one's going to do this, I'm sure he thought. <laughs> yeah, and he was quite surprised. So. And lo and behold, so does Paul have any plans to add to Spoonville now? No, I don't think so. I do have a spare spoon. Okay. And, yeah, he's getting back on the streak. He's yes joined me for parkrun this week. So And I worked it out because, of course, being the good parkrunner that I am, I've got a spreadsheet for my not parkruns. And so of course he'd missed eight. So the last eight, which had been the whole time we'd been back in our second lockdown, I'd been streaking on my own mm-hmm. and, of course, usually would say, do you want to parkrun with me tomorrow? And he'll go, no. <laughs> Anyway, so this week he just out of the blue, I hadn't even asked, and he mentioned something about getting an early night, and I'm like, oh, how come? He's like, because I'm going to get up and park run. So I was very surprised, but it was nice, had company. Oh, that's that's excellent. I hope Team Ellis Palace Park Run continue to uh, yeah enjoy the streak and and the not park run, and obviously pina coladas. I mean, if you can tie in another thing with pina coladas. <laughs> part of the motivation though i'm sure that uh, paul just wanted to get back involved and onto the spreadsheet yes Yes. let's go with that and it's nothing to do with that he stood on the scales (laughs) no that wasn't my motivation either (laughs) (laughs) but what we really need to be talking about ollie is this excitement coming on the weekend now have you ever been to the northern territory have you done these park runs they talk of i wish i'm not one of those fortunate people that have been up to the uh, the, the beautiful northern territory definitely on the bucket list but yeah very excited for our territorians i actually had in the back of my mind this new year of a trip up obviously won't be happening now because victorians have got the lurgy and we're not allowed to go anywhere <laughs> but yeah that had sort of been on in the back of my mind to go up there and do a couple of park runs over the holiday season. So, yeah. Hold that dream. We never know when things will change. But for now, yeah, we can absolutely enjoy it a bit uh, virtually for sure. So in honour of the relaunch of the park run in the Northern Territory, we have, of course, an interview. I have outsourced the interviewing duties this week and I think that you might just recognise the voice. So let's have a listen. Howdy Parkrunners, Talk reporting in for the Channel 5 News crew and today I'm really excited. We can see some light on the horizon 
and the lights in Australia, and it's up to the north. With me today, I've got Mark Connolly, the event ambassador from the Northern Territory. Welcome, Mark. Hey, Talk, how are you doing? Yeah, look, we're going really well down here in Victoria. We're um, seeing the, the right side of lockdown, and hopefully we'll be out of it soon. And you're right out of lockdown. You're up and running again as of this Saturday. Yeah, yes, we are. It's got a little bit of excitement around the place up here at the moment, everyone getting ready to go. I think a few people looking forward to a few PBs in the first run. So see how we go. And not only are the eyes of Australia on your mark, the eyes of all around the world, because you're going to be one of the only events, the three events in Darwin, that will actually be running next week or this weekend. So that's going to be really exciting to um, have the biggest park runs in the world, all three of them, first, second and third, all based in the Northern Territory. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Falkland Islands had to come in and ruin our plans of being the only ones, but uh, it's good to have them on board too. Yeah, no, it's really great to see them in as well. And uh, with the announcement that the UK is going later in October, we're hopefully going to see a few more in the world open up. Yes, yeah, the more people, the better, of course. Mark, the announcement that Northern Territory is back online, how's the feeling been up around the Northern Territory? I mean, you're carrying the hopes of the world, and I think there must be some building excitement up there. People must really be looking forward to getting out and getting the barcode scanned again. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually surprised at how many, how many people are keen, not just here, but around the world to see what's going on. Give a little bit of hope to everyone that oh, look, we can come back eventually. So yeah, we're looking forward to it. We don't have to make too many changes to get going, just enough to keep us a little bit safer, but it's all really looking forward to it. I think it's really good that those um, changes are coming through and we're getting to test them out a little bit. I think they'll go pretty smoothly. A lot of the events are running on things like virtual volunteer already. So I don't think for a lot of people, it's going to be a big change. Your volunteers, how are we looking for volunteers up in the Northern Territory? Yeah, yeah, we're ready to go, I think. We've had lots of people put their hands up early on, even just to say months ago, to say, whenever you're ready, let me know and we can help out. And just things like uh, all the core group of volunteers, all the RDs, they say, we don't mind, we'll do whatever we need this weekend to get going. So, yeah, it's looking really good, actually. Yeah, I think that's going to be the way it goes all around the world. I think people are just going to be that happy to be back out in the fluoro again. I think that volunteers aren't going to be an issue anywhere. So in the last week or so, Mark, has there been much preparation needed to ramp back up for parkrun with us being on pause for six months, you know, dealing with cancel or anything like that? Yeah, just have to get back to all the stakeholders and let them know we're going again, passing our safety plan to them as well. We had to get approval and passing that information to them. So it's been a bit of contact around. We have a few departments of the anti-government to work with as well and the councils, a couple of councils. We've had just, just a little bit of contact, a little bit of paperwork, but Nothing too strenuous, just enough to keep us on our toes. Excellent. And um, the weather, how's your weather looking up there for next weekend? We're kicking off just in time to have the really nice, muggy, build-up weather up here. Really lovely, steamy, 90% humidity weather. Really looking forward to it. I note that sad day, you're expecting a top of 33. I look back in our weather records here. Our last 33 was on the 16th of February. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a hot one for you, but I guess Living in Darwin, you'd be fairly used to that sort of weather? Yeah, that's just normal for us. We just uh, accept it. We don't really, I don't think you get used to it. You just accept that that's what's going to happen for half the year. You're going to be hot, going to be muggy, and you just slow down a little bit just so you don't hurt yourself. Yeah, pretty tough up in the Territory. We have to. Mark, you look after three events up there at the moment. Average, I've sort of been doing a little bit of stalking. The average is about mid-300s across the events. How many people do you reckon you'll get out this weekend? Um, I'm expecting, you know, maybe another 100 or so extra people than usual. That's kind of what happens when we have little peak periods. So uh, I don't expect to be huge. 
Um, but enough to be a little bit more than normal, and then it'll slot back to normal rates again after that, I think. Yeah, fairly, fairly quick, back into the standard, up and running. Mark, your history with Parkrun, you're the event ambassador for the Northern Territory. How long have you been involved with Parkrun up there? Just over six years now. So I was the founding event director of Darwin Parkrun, which was about almost seven years old now. And that was my first real experience with Parkrun. I did do a visit to uh, Claysport Cove before we started just to make sure I understood what Parkrun was about. And so, yeah, almost coming on seven years now. It puts a whole different perspective on things when you start to talk about visiting what's probably your nearest park run and it's three or 4,000 kilometres away. Yeah, I think um, Townsville or Cairns might be my nindy now at the moment, So, which is, yeah, like you say, about 3,000 k's drive. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a long way. Oh, just reflecting back, uh, our uh, trip up to the Northern Territory, we were up there a couple of years ago. I reckon it must have been about 200% humidity. It was like running on a mattress. Hopefully it's not going to be like that this weekend. Hopefully you get a great start to the park run up and going again. And, uh, yeah, look, really looking forward to seeing the results. Yeah, I think um, I think it might have been a Mel Urbacher, actually, who likened it to running with a wet blanket over your shoulders or something similar to like that. All this humidity, actually, the stupid humidity, she called it as well. Stumidity, yep. I think when we ran it, it might have been in a onesie for you. <laughs> That's right. Your Darwin's anniversary up there. That was a few years back now. Yeah, your lovely Teletubby that was up here. <laughs> yeah, Teletubby got out for Inverloch's anniversary this week as well. Yeah. All right, Mark. Well, thanks for uh, joining us on the Park Run Adventurers and um, all the best for Saturday. I'm sure things are going to go brilliantly up there and we're really looking forward to seeing some results emails come out. Really looking forward to seeing Park Run kickoff in Australia again. And uh, yeah, have a ball. Yeah, I'm super excited and I'll um, keep in touch and let you know if anything exciting happens out of the ordinary up here. Cheers, Mark. Thanks. Cheers, mate. See ya. Thanks, Toc and Mark. It's a very exciting time for our Northern Territory park runners and uh, it's great to hear the uh, the enthusiasm for park run in Australia once again, um, obviously with many enthusiastic volunteers, naturally. We hope it's a great park run day, Mark, and all of our park run family up north enjoy that warmer weather. You'd like that weather down in Melbourne, right, Mel? Oh, I would. Um, but how exciting just to be dusting off the barcode. Yes. That's just one thing you can't really simulate at your home fake park run. <laughs> but, yeah, all the best, everybody. Wonderful. What are you going to be doing this weekend, Dolly? This weekend, amongst keeping up the streak, I I may do some um, unofficial not park run tourism, try and check out a, a, a course that I haven't been to at a different day and time other than park run, of course. Other than that, yeah more streaking and uh, look uh, it's an exciting time in our household over the next few weeks uh, a sad time as well because we're going to be saying goodbye to Misty the cat on on happy terms um, but but sad to say goodbye oh hang on a minute is this your cat why are you giving a cat away is the cat, is the cat going on holidays please explain yeah so, so Misty the cat has uh, has been living with my eldest Hannah actually my um my my ride and run buddy Hannah and um back in March when lockdown happened of course we all remember that some of our uh, Shell Harbour Park Run RD family Amanda one of our RDs and and her daughter Holly were headed off to the UK and unfortunately Misty couldn't catch the same flight uh so uh Misty's been uh, living and keeping Hannah company. She uh, does her uni from home. And, um, yeah, I think despite the uh, the slightly 
grumpy cat vibes that Misty gives off. I think we've discovered that she's actually a big softy. Uh, so it'll be sad to see her go. Oh. But uh, yeah, look, they've been they've been trying for a while to uh, to find out when pet transport can resume across to the UK. So Misty the cat is genuinely off to London, not to see the Queen, yeah, to be reunited with Amanda. Yeah, and and a slightly cooler climate. And what about you, Mel? What are your plans for this weekend and, and beyond? Oh, do you want to know the theme of this week? Yes. Yeah, give us some insights into themes so that we can support our local costume shop businesses. I'll give you a clue, okay? Come aboard the Ellis Palace pirate ship as we are swabbing the decks and polishing the yard arms for international talk like a pirate day. Arr. Arr, it'd be not paracron weekend. <laughs> Yes, yes. So, yes, so it's pirate theme. So Google tells me that it is um, International Talk Like a Pirate Day on Saturday, uh, the 19th of September, which also happens to be my wedding anniversary. So I'm not quite sure what sort of an omen that is. But anyway, (laughs) guess how I get to spend my wedding anniversary, not in New Zealand like originally planned. (laughs) But having a pirate party. And isn't that just marriage? That's fantastic. (laughs) my lucky husband i tell you so we do have already pirate outfits from from when we uh, joined the pirate club uh, previously with parkrun so we'll be getting those out of the uh, dress up box and seeing what else we can add and i guess i don't know what uh, food we might have what do pirates eat ollie maybe you can give me some tips i think maybe paul would enjoy some rum uh yes yep that carrying on the the pina colada little line of thinking yep yeah, yeah. I don't know about food. Oh, my kids would say the gold coins, the chocolate gold coins. Oh, oh, good point. But I'm sure you can rustle up something a bit more hearty than that. Oh, I need a treasure chest. Yes. Oh, now I've got to make a cardboard treasure chest for Daryl. <laughs> oh, my life's so complicated. Anyway, costumes, costumes. But hey, how do you like this for a throw? Not unlike the costumes in the masked singer, Ollie. I <laughs> see what you did there. <laughs> Do you like what I did? Yes. Especially cactus. Cactus. Now, you do have the Masked Singer up in Shell Harbour, that's correct? That's right. We have the Masked Singer. My Masked Singer fans in the household, my fellow Masked Singer fans, I'm really struggling with those words. (laughs) Amongst us, we are a couple of episodes behind, but uh, yeah. Please tell us about the uh, the famed cactus performance. Oh, I got very excited the other day, well, the other week, actually, when we were sitting there and I was actually on a video call with some other parkrunner friends and we have a regular Monday night catch-up and maybe I was a little bit grumpy because I was missing the mask singer, so I had it on in the background. And then the cactus comes in and starts singing Bonnie Tyler, Total Eclipse of the Heart. I got so excited. <laughs> And, of course, regular listeners will know the Channel 5 News crew made a terrible job of singing that as a as the final Christmas episode a couple of years ago. But it was pretty funny. And now that song holds such a dear place in my heart. I get very excited whenever I hear it. So, And it was on the telly. Uh, that's wonderful. Even better, the, the cactus uh, who was unmasked that night was Lucy Durack, who is one of my most favourite theatre performers because I'm a big uh, Wicked fan. I've been seen Wicked about three times, if you know that live show that's based on The Wizard of Oz. I have seen that one. I have seen Lucy, yes. Yes, Lucy's brilliant. So there you go. There's my little um, off the beaten track. I managed to get that cactus reference in. Yay. Well done. And I won't hear it. The Channel 5 News crew were spectacular with their performance. (laughs) And uh, I'm sure Lucy studied that 
for hours in preparation. Look forward to another rendition sometime. Okay, so I don't know how to link into uh, International Ugly Christmas Singlet or Shirt Day from that. Well, it's spectacular dress up. That's that's the common thread here. It is, and you and I are both uh, proud owners of both the previous versions of Ugly Christmas Singlet. Yeah, you've got to have hot fingers to uh, to get them in time, but absolutely, you do. But what I love about it, Ollie is I love going to those park runs around. Uh, once they've been released and and spotting all the singlets because you know that they're podcast listeners and when you're a, um, a roving reporter it makes it really easy to find somebody to interview. <laughs> I love it. I love that we have our own little um, community of ugly Christmas singlet enthusiasts and um, we've had a sneak peek. Yes, yes. So you've seen the sneak peek? I have. So uh, for the listeners, this is a sneak peek on the Facebook page so you can look up the Facebook page for International Ugly Christmas Singlet or Shirt Day (laughs) of course that day being the 19th of December and uh, check out the sneak peek so do you have a hunch what it could be Mel I'm I'm still guessing oh I've got a hunch okay I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let the cat out of the bag let's let the listeners head over to the website and have a look for themselves I think it'll be quite obvious once they see and uh, can't wait for the release I'll be one of the first people waiting up to get myself one of those yes might go this I might go the t-shirt this year Ollie hmm Oh, yeah, that's really going to make the decision-making process quite difficult. I wonder if many people will get both. As Mel and Scott said last week, stay tuned on the Facebook page for International Ugly Christmas Singlet or Shirt Day. I misspoke again on that one. Sorry, everyone. We need an acronym. Yes, I ask Ozd. <laughs> being the, uh, the official acronym there. But, uh, yeah, as Mel and Scott said, <laughs> coming up uh, before the end of September will be the release so stay tuned everyone and um yeah, remember that it is just for a limited time yeah you've got to be quick they go like hotcakes they do they do oh, i think we've talked enough rubbish do you think ollie <laughs> possibly so but uh yeah it's been nice to to get the chance to have another park run chat thank you mel thank you um i guess we hand back over to real mel for next week <laughs> to uh melissa not ellis urbacker yes <laughs> Thanks for letting us fill in again, Mal, and Rain's handed back over to you. Good luck, Northern Territory. We will we'll be with you in spirit and, yeah, happy Parkrun Day, everyone. Exactly. Stay well, everyone. Bye.